Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to episode eight. more than seven, less than eight. Eight, is it really? Oh, wow. No, I swear it's episode nine now. Or not, maybe it's nine, sorry, yeah. Anyway, carry on. Right. Eight or nine. It's eight. episode 8.5, we'll take the average. Uh, yeah, it's me, Woody, and joining me... Tufty, hello. And we are back with another podcast where we try and rack our brains for what we've been doing <laughs> during another week of lockdown. So, with that in mind, Susanna, what's happened? Tell us, what's the situation? So, actually, it's been quite an eventful week because I'm now back in Bath. got back on Saturday evening and it was a very, very quiet train journey. Literally no one in the carriage, which was great. Um, and I'm now with Roger and Anne and with their lovely cats, Max and Hugo. And um, I think they're starting to, to bond with me now and accept me. Max is very, very affectionate and um likes to roll around on the floor and be and be strokes which is very nice um and i've got a lovely view of bath and had a very exciting first morning yesterday so beautiful at my window and i was very 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 excited to be back and to enjoy bath in the snow mm, yeah i it was very nice seeing the snow yesterday i went out for a brief walk but i was quite tired yesterday i tom cooked a very nice meal with lots of raw onion in which my digestive system struggled to handle during the night so i um, i was kept up a fair bit but when i did go out for my morning walk before church it was um it's very nice it was lovely to see all all the kids having fun and sledging and and the parents as well getting involved i bumped into minnie and luke williams so if you guys listening hope you enjoy the rest of your time in the snow yesterday Nice to have some snow, although it went impressively quickly. Yeah. But do you like sledging? Do you have any? Like, I think you can use tarpaulin, can't you, rather than natural sledge, which works quite well. But I didn't do any of that yesterday. I don't think I've ever been sledging when it snowed in Bath, which is a bit stupid because if there's any city you would want to go sledging in, it probably is Bath. <laughs> yeah. So, to my shame, I'm trying to think what else has happened this week. I also came back to Bath. I came back. We are recording this on Monday the 25th, and I came back last Monday, which would be the 18th off the top of my head yeah. very nice to be back in bath nice to be reunited with my bike although my very first journey i went on i managed to break the bike afterwards which what really annoyed me is i didn't even break it whilst i was riding it it was once i was back in the church it was by the stairs i was walking down the stairs i tripped on the bike fell on top of the bike and now the brake is bent at a weird angle so yeah Can't that was a bit back. well i'm scared to kind of snap it you know so like, I, I've done some jiggling, but I'm not a very practical person. Uh, I studied under the Clover School of Practicality, so. <laughs> um, mm. We've also been praying talks, haven't we? Because we've both got our first MTC talk on Thursday on the parable of the sower. So been working through that. Yes, Mark chapter four. And oh, dear me, I thought it would be fairly straightforward to put one of these talks together. And I, I was rocked. So I've got a newfound respect for Paul and Yeah, Kobe. definitely. I know. Imagine having to do this like sometimes twice on a Sunday, like once a week is hard. We're just doing it once every three weeks and for 10 minutes, not even like a full sermon. Yeah. <laughs> now, granted, they've got some practice on us. No, no, I'm sure they are. They do. Hat, hats off to them for, yeah, for the labour they put in. Thank you very much, yeah. guys. Um, yeah. Oh, and you've been playing chess as well? I have, yes. In response to what I think was the seventh podcast where I gave out my chess.com username, Algon Frost, he added me. 
<laughs> and proceeded to thrash me in our first game and the second game I, I it's it's happening and like it looks even at the moment but I, I I suspect that at some point it will just explode and Elgin will once again take over so Elgin if you're listening it's been fun so far and yeah hopefully I win I'm not how long have you been playing for as in this specific game or in general just like, like how long do games last um it depends so on chess.com you set a clock so normally i would set it so each person has 10 minutes of playtime and once you run out of 10 minutes you lose but the um the settings algon and i have used i think it just lasts until it ends really so we're okay. yeah we're playing and we probably average one or two turns a day so it's oh, it's okay. nice it's a, a more relaxed yeah, yeah a relaxed way of playing things which yeah it's nice i've been learning this year the the art of moderation, which coming into this year was not a word in my vocabulary, but cool. What else? Oh, I also, yeah, I was <laughs> taking a trip down memory lane last week before I came came back to Bath and watching all my old um, dance show videos because I was in a dance school and then every two years they would do a show. And um, I have them from when I was one, when I was 11, when I was 13 and when I was 17. And um, definitely the first two were just cute, like, also, the choreographer, I don't, I don't want to, like, slam the, <laughs> the choreographer, but the first two were, like, so much better. The dancers were really top quality, and, like, we did quite a lot of dancing, so I did, like, tap and and modern. Have you done any dancing in public? Well, it turned, yes, I have, technically. I don't think it's been recorded, so you can't get any videos. It was during um, physical education lessons. Oh, yeah. We were on the dance rotor. I lo- that was always my favourite week. Like everyone was like, "Oh, I hate dance," and I was like, "Yes, this is my time to shine." I was definitely in the hate dance category, and essentially, our group had to do a dance routine during physical or these PE lessons, which then got put in the creative day. So we had to perform that live, and my efforts to get out of it failed. Essentially, my first plan was I ran down the stairs into the corridor, deliberately tripped up in front of my mum, <laughs> and then pretended that I'd hurt my knee, oh, no. which she did not buy. And then the second thing I did to try and get out of it, I think possibly either the same dance routine or a different dance routine, was I just started um, kneeing the wall in the house, like smashing my knee against it. And I was like, well, if I bruise it enough, That's then it will be accepted. But I, I look back and I'm like, we didn't have the thickest of walls in the, in the house back then. So it's a, it's a miracle they didn't actually put a hole in the, um, in the thing. So did Needless you have to, say, to do both it? Of those, I did. Both of those plans failed horrendously. And you just had a sore knee for no reason? Or well, it was it wasn't too sore. It was bruised on the surface, but it was still danceable. Thankfully, f- funny enough, I'd been put in like the back left corner of the routine, which I can't think why my dance teacher did that. So um, my embarrassment was less compared to the people. What was the dance class. like? Was it like, what was the song? Um, I remember the tune of the song, which I can't sing, but I have no idea what it's called. There was some hand movement and some leg movement, which I realised describes literally every type of dance out there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But um, very good to know at an early age that the performer. performing arts were not my forte. <laughs> when I was 17, which is also where it becomes a bit embarrassing. So I was in a tap dance and my heart's like dream was just to do a really cool tap routine. You know, like Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers type, type thing and wear like a cool like suit with like a cane and be like, bam, bam. 
that was always my like my like aspiration and I always thought oh when I get to like be one of the older girls in the school like that's when I'm gonna like you know really come into my own you know the song we were given was Locomotion do you know that by Carly Minogue no, I, I recognise Kylie Minogue's name, but I'm it's not like, that I don't know whether I should sing it, it's a bit embarrassing. But most of the people might know the song. But it's just, if you don't know, listen to it, it's just a bit naff. And, um, and then we were put in, like, bright coloured leotards with these colourful, like, netting, puffy things and, like, headbands, and it was just, like, so ugly. And, and this, the choreographer, I really don't want to stab her, but she's in her, like, mid-twenties. I was like, wouldn't you just think that that's just not something cool for our age to do and we just looked so uncomfortable and I was really sad and then also I found that I was in a Spice Girls tribute thing that I forgot I even did and I hated every second of it <laughs> because I signed up to sing to do a singing thing and then I was put in that I didn't expect it to be that singing Spice Up Your Life and I was posh Spice and um it's just made me cringe all over it's horrible mm. also frustrated me a lot because i get a message during the week from suzanne and saying oh yeah by the way just remembered that i was in a spice girls tribute and i was like oh brilliant video evidence will be forthcoming in a moment because you don't just tell someone like that to taunt them and then not provide the evidence then it's just like right, no nope, jokes you don't get to see the video now i now i know this exists but i will never be able to um you won't no one don't even try anyone trying to find it there's no point because it is on a DVD securely in my home, so unless you break into my house, which I hope no one would 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 do. Hey, next time your dear mother comes up to the church, I might just slip <laughs> no, her a cheeky twenty pound note. I hope I'm worth more than that to my mother. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure Jane, if you're listening, we can negotiate a price because I'd be quite keen. Maybe we can okay. even ask Chris Bradley to sneak it into the church live stream. Who knows? Okay, this is actually making me feel like really horrible. The <laughs> thought of that. Uh, okay on that note let's move on to talk about something else something more wholesome you're saying spice girls tribute act is not wholesome absolutely not (laughs) yeah i would probably agree with you okay yes do you want to do your what's your um profound thought for the day oh well you've really set it up there suzanne no it doesn't have to be well i think you know anything you say about Uh, it's coming from the bible so it should be yeah should be a bit well i have a short thought for the week today because last week i'll admit was probably the the worst week so far of of the mt had a bit of a breakdown on thursday whilst putting some stuff together and as i reflected on it i think i'll first read hebrews 12 verse 1 to 2 therefore since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is seated at the right hand throne of God. And the thing I really want to focus in now is the looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, because I think what's happened recently in my life, or maybe building up to this in a kind of climax last week, is I've kind of been looking to myself to really fulfill everything or to, to be the one who perfects my faith, to be the one who grows my faith. So I've kind of been, yeah, placing like, a weight on myself of oh I, I need to do xyz perfectly otherwise it's a disaster and yeah i think i lost the sight of looking to christ and just delighting in him and knowing that i am right for father with his work on the cross and knowing that my worth in life is not based on my actions like one of the things which has really been bugging me is how do i use my time and i think i've just put such an immense pressure on myself of oh i need to use my time perfectly and super efficiently 
and maybe not even for good reasons, perhaps for reasons of, oh, I want to be known as that person who can get the most out of the day, who can um, be the most productive, who people will look to and go, I wonder how he does it. And I mean, as we heard from Clover yesterday, we want to be those weak people dependent on the grace of God. You know, We don't want people to be admiring us for our abilities. That's not what we should be aiming for. And I think I lost track of that. So that is my my thought for the week. Hmm. No, that's Susanna. really cool. It was like so personal. It was actually very profound. But I don't know. Now I feel like mine might be so, so good. But um, something I was sort of reminded of again in my reading today was reading um, in Luke about the feeding of the 5,000. And, um, you know, and Jesus provides all the food for everyone, but not just an incredible miracle to feed all these people. But then there's like 12 baskets left over. Did you just look shocked or are you looking at something else? The reason why I look shocked, Susanna, is because I've just seen what you're about to recommend afterwards in our little planning sheet. And it's made me very happy. But do go on. to the I was like, have you not heard this before? You look like amazed. (laughs) You were like, 12 baskets? Surely not. Um... And then really what it's a picture of is God's abundant provision. And that's, and I mean, there are lots of things I love about God, but one thing that makes me really amazed is his abundance. And then like, when I think about, I looked up how many different variations of tree there are because I was interested. And there's 60,000 different tree species in the world. And you think about when God created the world, he could have been sort of practical minded, just, you know, created a few different trees or, um, you know, with the, like, sunset, it could have been just orange, which would have been lovely. But no, he paints it with, like, all these different colours. And, like, rainbows, why Why should it be that... I don't, I'm not going to go into the science of it because I don't understand it, but, like, why, why should it be that, like, all these different colours that blend so perfectly form a rainbow when it's been raining and sunning? Like, sunning? <laughs> raining and, and sunny. Yeah. And um, yeah, like why are there so many different types of leaf shape and flower shape? And it's just his abundant creativity. It shows his glory. And it's also such a blessing for us. And it's just amazing. And then you think about our salvation too. Like it's not just we're amazingly saved from sin, but actually we are in Christ. We are adopted as God's sons and daughters. We are given every spiritual blessing. Um, it's just so abundant and I remember talking about this with Jazz um, when we were reading um, our book in a one-to-one she says um, it's Jen Wilkin and she says we should be peddlers of abundance which I quite like you think about how God is just abundant towards us and how we should desire to not be stingy towards other people because when we do that we're not reflecting the kind of God that we have and so actually like we should really desire to be abundantly giving to other people and then we can be like because that's what our God's like and that's something that sort of encourages me to not be stingy when I want to be stingy. So that was my thought for the day. I hope that was somewhat coherent. That's oh, thank you for, for that thought and for that challenge, because, you know, stinginess is something I like to do myself. But now I will reconsider. That's good. That's a good outcome. Um, OK, do you want to go on to your recommendation? I am very happy to, although yours is going to win by <laughs> mile. I didn't know you liked my recommendation. But, um, We'll get there in a moment. Uh, but <laughs> okay. the, the recommendation, here's the little spoon in this recommendation relationship. I recently remembered that... the Such a 1960s, weird thing to say. Yeah, the, I probably should be considered that one. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> um, you know, sometimes people speak and don't necessarily think through what they're saying. And I think this might be an example of that. Do you want to leave that in? 
Uh, sure, you know, it's a humbling moment. The, the minor attraction of this recommendation section, that's what I was going for, there we go. Yeah, that doesn't the even less, mean that. The less impressive part of the recommendations, okay. we got there eventually. Um, I go for the 1963 film, The Sword and the Stone, which I think is an incredibly charming and just fun little 2D animated movie on King Arthur. Um, really would recommend if you if you've not watched it. It's very fun. Yeah, it just crossed my mind the other night when I was thinking of what do I actually want to recommend. And this is a film where whenever it comes on TV, that's a fun little afternoon right there. Susanna, please tell us about yours. Good. Um, if anything, I'm going to recommend this as well. <laughs> Have you listened to this? Not the audio book, but so, great. okay. So it's um, my recommendation is the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, but the audio book on Spotify. So I grew up watching Winnie the Pooh, and it's so nostalgic to me. And I recently rediscovered it over lo- over um, Christmas, and I think it's called Winnie the Pooh's Big Adventure or something. It's when Christopher Robin goes missing. He goes to school, but they think he's gone missing. And I watched that and I like loved it. And it made me feel so like warm and fuzzy inside. And I just like, there's little songs in it. And it's also really funny, like, cause it's for kids, but like, it really is for everyone. Like, cause adults will find things funny that the kids wouldn't, wouldn't get. Um, and then I was on the train back to Bath and I found this and it's read by Christopher Plummer who plays uh, Captain Von Trapp, you know, in Sound of Music. He's got a lovely, like, deep reading voice, like, perfect for the thing. And also, like, all the characters have their actual voices. It's got songs in it, and it's got, like, effects. Like, when it's raining, you can hear the rain, you can hear the splashing, you can hear the wind, and, like, it really is a sort of full experience that transports you to the story. And I would highly, highly... It's only 45 minutes long, so it's great for a car journey or just, like, if you want to take a break from working or something or go for a walk and listen to it, I would highly recommend. Mm. And if anything, don't even bother with Sword in the Stone <laughs> if you're going to do any recommendation this week. Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Uh, that's probably one of my highlights of childhood is watching Aww. the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh on VHS. In fact, I have even kept the VHS machine and the video of Winnie the Pooh just for when I have kids and I can indoctrinate them in how amazing and charming have Winnie you, the Pooh is. Have you read the books? I don't think I have. I've not read the books, but when I was in Cambridge, I was taken to the college to see an original copy of Winnie the Pooh, which oh, made me very happy. Yeah. yeah. Although I think it did, the one which I had involved a scene with bees, which introduced some sort of phobia with bees, which oh, is really? yeah, you can my hear, entire like, life. So it's got a downside the there. <laughs> yeah. In fact, that still kind of terrifies me today, I think. <laughs> but um, apart from that one drawback, what an amazing piece of creation. Mm. Yeah, I think we're, and with that, we're done. Let's not say anything else because we can't. If anything, we'll just bring the podcast further down. It's Pete's <laughs> at Winnie the Pooh. So with that, it is goodbye from me, Woody. And... Goodbye from me, Tufty. And remember, hands, face, look. You're not going to say it with me. Should I say it solo? Yeah, you do it solo. Okay. I have a tendency to mess this part okay. up. Okay, and look to Jesus. Keep looking to Jesus. Yes. Okay, bye, bye everyone.